Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the GNT podcast. We're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. But we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Bolo is a performer. And Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Hmm. And we're here to give you our professional, professional, professional review on RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars 7 winner season. Episode 11. <laughs> so let's raise a glass. Or a bottle. And start spilling the GNT. Clank, everyone. You trying to sing Drag Up Your Life there. No, Tom, I, I just. I'm, I'm, you know, I have flaws. I make mistakes. You just be like, Drag Up Your Life. Drag Up. Everyone, welcome to the podcast live um, viewing party show podcast uh, vocalizer, whatever vocalizer. we are. Vocalizer. Uh, where we use our voice. We do. <laughs> we use our voice to speak truths into the world. Yeah. And yeah. We, again, everyone knows that we watch it live, we podcast live, we send it out immediately mm-hmm. uh, without spoilers, without anyone influencing what we think. Oh, yes. So we're getting into it straight away. Unfiltered, unsolicited. Yeah. No, nobody asked, but we're saying it anyway. So, um, should we just get straight into the episode? Is there anything you want to say? Well, I guess. Let's start, because we did, like... I just thought that it was a particularly interesting sneak peek this week. We have seen the sneak peek the first few minutes of the episode. There's just a lot to unpack in there, I thought. So, this is the the penultimate episode of the season, and the last competitive episode. And maybe before we get into that, should we talk about like where people wrote to with their scores because it feels relevant? The Power Rangers. The Power Rangers, yeah. Yeah. So, um, first of all, the the most powerful queen. Yes. Um, <laughs> Jinx has four stars, but five wins. This is true. She's blocked from one win. She's joining her Seattle sister, Dayla. Bendler Cram, yeah. With five wins. But Dayla did in six episodes, didn't she? She did. Because she lived. Dayla, Dayla was in six competitive episodes. She came. Came top two in five of them. She came and she was like, you know what? She this was just is, ridiculous. This is too easy. She was, you know, ironically sailing. It's <laughs> <She laughs> very condescending. She was sailing that season. You know who else? I mean, people don't, we don't really, but nobody really talks about Drag Race Thailand enough in terms of kind of firsts and stuff in that season. But um, Angela Anang. Had five wins as well. Mm-hmm. They've got a different system over there because you get a separate win for the challenge and the runway. But, you know, it's, it's worth noting. Yeah. You know, five wins in one season is just amazing. There's no way Jinx is not going to the finale. She secured her spot. Absolutely. In ca- I mean, you know, unless they add some extra, extra twist where there's, you know, people speculate about stealing a star and that kind of thing. But I don't know. I don't think that would be in keeping with the season, really. I think it would be really, really mean spirited. The second highest queen is Trinity. Trinity's got three stars, but four wins. This is true. Yeah, she was blocked from a win. Yep. She had a really strong season, trend. But Jada's also got three stars, but Jada... Has two wins. One was a gift from. One was gifted. Miss Monsoon. One was a charity case. <laughs> one was one was given to. One star was given to her, even though she had blocked that queen. I know, which is a testament. Well, I don't know. There's many, many reasons probably why Jinx gave it to Jada. We we spoke about it at the time. We don't need to go over all ground, but um, the queens have spoken really highly of what are like ray of sunshine jada is in the workroom and she really keeps their spirits up so it's probably part of it 
No, no, no. I, I purely think <laughs> purely it was competitive. <laughs> She's like, she, she gave a good reason. I'm giving this to you because you just light up my life. Mm-hmm. Come off it. Like, I don't see you as competition. Here you go. You could tell by her energy at the time as well that Jada felt that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Vivian is next. And the reason why I place Vivian in, the, in fourth it's because Vivian's got two stars, but she's got three wins. Yes, she was blocked from one win. And uh, to be honest, I think Viv could have won more. I think the Vivian has been given the plunger um, a few episodes, even when she didn't receive it. I think Rue's plunged her, <laughs> I think, yeah, I, think, yeah. I think production has plunged Vivian because there's been a few times where I've been like, well... I got it out of my system, particularly at the end of the last episode, because she was easily easily one of the strongest in the roast last week and uh, i i trancy did great and there was the surprise factor but viv was so good last week it i did not enjoy the fact that she was not given a win mm, yeah it it felt a bit i mean watching it again after it felt a bit wrong it felt a bit yeah. sad almost like the writings on the wall yeah yeah so that and, and I, it, that's I, why i felt it so hard i really felt yeah it, it really feels I mean, if you're going to bring back people to fight, let them fight. Just judge fairly. Yeah, um, let them fight and, 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 you know, judge accordingly. Now, everyone else has two stars. So everyone else falls under there, except for Evie, who I've, who I've put second to last in the mm-hmm. ranking because Evie's got two stars, but one, one win. win. Which and, is for the girl group challenge, which she was fantastic and mm, I really loved her performance in that. And then Shay's got one star. So... Mm-hmm. Realistically, looking at the power ranking now, Shay's out. Well, should we get into it? Shay is she's out. She's got no, you know, no chance. G- going with the normal rules of uh, all stars, she's out. So we were told last week there would be no blocks this week, and let's let's get into it. We've seen a sneak peek. The girls are back in the workroom. Um, th- th- this this. Shay having no chance of winning theme plays into the workroom and the girl the girls are being kind of sweet but a bit disingenuous in some ways I guess and like anything could happen but it, it turns out they're accurate but we'll get into that um, and Shay, Shay is almost kind of like making her peace with it and kind of like laughing about it and there's that funny thing about gutter Shay that Trancy says she's like we, we promised we wouldn't talk about her and Shay seems to be like taking it all in gentle good spirit you know and I think that's very admirable and then they're talking about what happens next. But the next day, RuPaul talks about the challenge, which is a variety show um, with a charitable donation, which is a lovely touch, I think. Um, but what does the winner of this episode get, Paolo? The winner this week gets three stars. Now, I just think the the level of kind of like storytelling and exposition and kind of like the 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 stench of production shenanigans is just particularly strong here. It's just a random number. Like, can we can we be very complete, very can we arbitrary? Be completely honest. Mm-hmm. If everyone, if if Shay didn't have one star, and, and you know, all the queens falling behind, if they had two, it would be a two star. It would be two stars, and it just makes more sense for them. For a, if there was going to be a week where they gave an extra, it would be like this week you get two. But mm-hmm. for them to come out out of nowhere and say and this week you get three stars, it's literally you know, tell me Shay's going to the finale without telling me Shay's going to the finale. <laughs> yes, indeed. Isn't it there? It's very that. Um, it just it was, a bit tra- it was a bit transparent, you know, Ganj. <laughs> you know, don't do that, Ganj. Don't do that, Ganj. It's a bit transparent to me. 
it's just very, very interesting to me. Um, obviously, we don't know how the episode will unfold, but there's a huge amount of storytelling and setup in these first five minutes. Um, I would say giving three stars for one week, I would agree with you. It feels a bit unfair to some of the other queens who have had to fight tooth and nail for yeah, three stars over exactly. separate weeks. Like, if you think about there's been three episodes. Now, I'll use Jinx, for example. Uh-huh. Over three episodes, Jinx got one star for the Snatch Game. She got one star for the Roast. And then she got one star for... What's another thing she did? Valedictorian. For the Valedictorian speech. Mm-hmm. Okay, so over those three weeks and those three challenges, she got three stars. Now, on this episode... For one win, mm-hmm. you get three stars, which is you know you have to you have to look at it in fairness because yeah. those are three times that you've applied just the three wins for Jinx and Trinity and and, you know, and everyone else. Mm-hmm. Those wins were given with what with how you applied yourself to the challenge in that moment. Yeah. The talent show is something that you've already done and you're bringing it with you. Not to diminish it, mm-hmm. not to say that it's not important, but it's just you, you're you bringing something that you do well and demonstrating it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's something that you've already had and, and already done in practice. I see what it's mean. just yeah, yeah. not... It's, yeah, and that's what you're going to get the three stars for. I just feel like... It's a bit sad. I'm with you on that. The other thing that I'd say as well is that... Oh, but I have to say this. This is not Shay's fault. Exactly. That's what I'll get that's to. That's what we need because to... Because... This is, this is Shay, and I hope there's no one out there... The shame going. about stuff like this is that we know we know how vociferous this fan base can be, and vociferous is a kind word to use. Um, and it this kind of stunt, if it pans out the way it looks like it's going to pan out can put Shay in a really shitty position. Like, Shay's an amazing queen who can stand on her own merit. I, d- I really don't care if she has one star in the competition in many ways because she still performed beautifully. She's an amazing queen going into it and an amazing queen coming out of it. But if she is perceived uh, as being given some weird advantage and that degree of favoritism, there can be a very negative backlash which happens though it shouldn't and would be in no way her fault but production should not put her in that position because they know what the fan base can be like mm. i mean this three stars is just silly i mean i just feel like they're chucking her a bone three bones <laughs> well we're gonna see we're gonna see how the episode pans out aren't we is there much more to say before oh should we talk about what we think they're gonna do for yeah, the for the yeah. variety so we move on it's a variety show that a basically talent show um, there's only three queens here who have done um, variety shows before because they've also been on All Stars, haven't they? Yes. And that is Monet, Trinity, and Shay. Yes. Now, I have never forgotten. I don't think I've ever let any of our listeners forget <laughs> Monet Exchanges um, All Stars for Variety performance. Go on, give us a little sample. <laughs> People hating up the cover. But they try to take you under. <laughs> I just love it so much. It was so. I mean, it's iconic in its own right. Um, do you think? Do you think Monet's can do something similar? I yes, Monet is a phenomenal 
captivating performer. Yes, she is. I love watching her. I've seen her really live, her. and I can I can say, even live, she's amazing on TV. She's amazing. Her gift, her 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 gift is performance. Yes. So I want to see her dance, sing, lip sync. I just I, well, not lip sync, not an Italian performance. My expectation yeah. for talent performances is that if you can sing and it's your song, you should Try and sing. do it live. Yeah, and do Monet it live. can sing, can sing. So let's see what Monet brings. Um, Shay did a pole dancing performance where she also lip synced to her own song. Mm. I remember at the time, the song was cool. She looked beautiful. The pole dancing looked a little bit like she'd taken a couple of lessons last week and called it a day. Is that unfair? Is that mean? That's so mean. That's mean. I, I should be cancelled. Because, I mean, I don't think it was the lessons. I think it was a YouTube tutorial. <laughs> felt like she saw something on YouTube, gave it a go, performed it on All Stars. It felt like it didn't befit a queen of her stature. The thing I admired is, her for trying something new. Yeah. If you're going to bring a pole to Drag Race, I want to see you doing Scarlet, Scarlet Adams. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's <laughs> Scarlett and, and what Drake Drake Race Down Under was it Scarlett Adams? Whatever we can say about Scarlett as a person and the various reasons why she didn't deserve to take the crown in the end, she actually did a very good. Um, you could tell amazing, she was a pro yeah, when she, it came to yeah, pole dancing. Exactly. And she did it with confidence and poise. And 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 I know a few pole dancers from London. Oh, oh I'm sure you do. Um, and, oh. and, and and what their opinion was. Um, if if you're not going to show, uh, showcase a good pole dance, if you're not going <laughs> to yeah. showcase the the yeah. pole dancing community well and what we can do, if if then don't do it. And, it didn't. It doesn't feel to me watching Shay's All Stars mm-hmm. that she does pole dancing. It just it yeah, felt like it to me that someone who wanted to do pole dancing and then maybe took a few classes. When some people take it quite seriously. And yeah. some people are like, oh, that wasn't really pole dancing. That was someone just running around a pole. And, and maybe, that, maybe that's what she wanted to do. She and kind of wasn't her. on it much, was she? That's the thing. She was, like I say, she was running around it. There's one thing that gay men know is how to work a pole. Mm. Yeah. You know. know your audience, Shay. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> um, and then Trinity, who had their, um, their really campy, upbeat, tucking song and demo. She did end up in the top two, didn't she? Yeah. With Mo Hart. Her brown cow stunning. Um, what do I think about that? What my main th- thought really about All Stars 4 is uh, talent show is Gia Gunn was done dirty. She was, I mean... Yeah. And and Manila, she did it's something sad. fun and fresh as well. Trin- Manila should have been in the top. Trinity's was a, an amusing little performance that is very close to her brand and it was smart. But there were other performances that were, were winning performances. Yeah. You know, she was amusing. She was entertaining. But there were other like showstoppers there. Thinking of it, I think the top two should have been Manila and um, absolutely Gia Gang. Well, totally. That totally. was such a lovely performance from Gia. Oh, it's so beautiful. And it's just like the writings were on the wall when she wasn't in the top. Well, player. that's what she has said. She has yeah. said in interviews that um, when she saw the whole talent show and she realized that she's not being recognized for that unique and beautiful display of talent, she's like, right, well, I've got to try something else to make myself stick around for a bit. And that's, that's why sad. she... I mean, so sad. yeah, that's why she kind of really let the, the bitch character fly and... 
why she harassed Pharamone for the rest of the season. We haven't seen the other queens because the other queens did it right the first time they won this season. They haven't had to come back and do an All Stars <laughs> variety performance. Well, I'm going to just go and guess. I think Viv's going to sing. I think mm. Raja. Raja. Something model Something model esque. Something. <laughs> Raja. Like Naomi Smalls now pose. Yeah, yeah. Or, or so I visualize. Um, touch the fashion, change your life. <laughs> she could do a milk moment. Yeah. Um, I think Evie's going to do some Cirque du Soleil. Oh, totally. I we think... know that Evie's done work the world and it's very much her brand to do amazing contortion flips, gymnastics. I'm looking forward to that. Jinx is absolutely going to do a cabaret. We've seen Jinx live. Yeah. I've seen her live a few times, actually. Um, yeah, thanks. Met her several times as well. <laughs> Um, and yeah, she's a phenomenal, true cabaret artist, isn't she? It's that blend of singing, performance art and comedy that makes up cabaret. And that's what she does. She's it, it, I, There's no question in my mind that that's what Jinx will do because it's what she does best. Yeah. And Jay, I think Jayla's going to do some kind of dance, dancing. Because hmm. when I think of her, she did that one, two step Sierra performance. And I feel like hmm. she was really feeling her oats. She's really feeling her own. Yeah, that's right. Do you think she could do something Raja O'Hara-esque? Because she's a, such an amazing seamstress. Could she do some really fun sewing trick? Uh, well, maybe Trinity could do that. I mean, apparently, she's a really quick Trinity's seamstress. phenomenal seamstress yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Trinity, I, yeah, apparently she's just knocking things together in the workroom, isn't she, for I everyone? Mean, they've been showing us week by week. <laughs> yeah. I I think this is going to be... I mean, I love these talent performances. They've lifted to the lot. Usually, it's the first week it's very very interesting that because it's a really good reintroduction for an all-star season to a queen like oh this is what they do this is what they're good at mm. it's very interesting to put it at the end of the season when we've we've already become reacquainted with them mm. yeah i let's just let's watch a bit more and see what we think see what's happening see if there's any shenanigans being pulled i'd like that thank you so after watching a bit more, Tom, anything you want to you've, you've picked up? Well, we, let's talk. Take a moment to go through the Tic Tac lunches. I have to say, most of them weren't that revealing. They felt quite superficial, but at least they didn't feel exploitative as they often are. Yeah. Um, let's just quickly rattle through. So them. you were murdered and you came back to life. <laughs> Tell me about it. Tell me about the afterlife. Yeah, and how you made it back. The producers um, told me in your psych session that. Um, <laughs> There are three topics that we shouldn't talk about. Um, let's <laughs> go through them. I'm going to pick one at random. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's discuss this. Uh. <laughs> let's do trauma roulette. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Trinity, I didn't think it was that revealing. Her charity's Planned Parenthood, which um, I think is really, really interesting in the current political climate. But she explained how they do a lot more than what, what you expect in terms of family planning and stuff. Um Viv, I thought it was interesting. She did, she confirmed that she felt a bit rattled in the first couple of weeks, which is exactly what we thought. We thought for the couple of weeks that we didn't see the powerhouse armor-plated Viv that we're used to. But I'm so happy to see her having blossomed since then and I think really done a fantastic job in this competition. Is that, do you think she's walked in like a little intimidated? Yeah. Sometimes the idea of something is... You build it up in your head. Mm -hmm. It's exactly what it is. And then when you get there, you after a while you realize it's not as 
bad as I thought it was. And maybe she's she gone in there intimidated and realized, actually, I'm better than most of these bitches. You know what? I want to I want to smash this. I, I think she placed the American girls on a pedestal because you know we've always said that Viv is very old school British drag with a fresh modern twist, and I think particularly the aesthetic of the American girls really appealed to her. Um, and so yeah, she felt a bit intimidated because she's walking in. Um, to a room full of girls that she'd looked looked up to for years, but she's just as good, easily just as good as all these girls, and she's done fantastically well. Her charity is Trans Lifeline. We do know that one one of her best friends is Miss Barbie Pink, who works the doors um, at the clubs in Liverpool, and she's a, a super still boudoir. Yeah, she's a beautiful trans woman, one of Viv's best friends, and um, so it makes sense she's got that connection, and and you know it makes sense that she would choose a trans charity. Um, Monet, I didn't, I didn't really get much from Monet's other than her confidence has increased. Like, I, I do think the Monet of this season has been the most fully realised Monet I think we've ever seen. I definitely think that. I think she's in what, f- in what way and how? Sorry. Um, I think she's just a really, really good balance of showcasing her talents and having fun. I don't know. There's just something about Monet this season. It's like she's she's just got her spark. Mm-hmm. In a way that I don't think I've ever seen before. Her charity. I loved her in season ten. Yeah, I guess I she loved just her did, in season ten. I guess yeah, she was just a bit rough and ready in season ten, is all. But, mm. um, okay. Uh, her charity's color of change. Evie's was one of the most revealing. Um, it felt relatively organic because she was talking about her choice of charity, which was National Coalition Against Domestic Violence, and she spoke about her own obviously incredibly traumatic experiences of domestic violence in the home. Her mum was subjected to it. Now, we can only speculate, but we do know that Evie does actually have a good relationship with her father. So I wonder if it was mum's new partner or a stepdad or something. I don't know. Obviously, horrendous situation for any child to, to be put in. And I think, I think when you know that about Evie, I think you can kind of see why she was so kind of outspoken and at times combative in season 11, how it was you know, it was probably very much related to her trauma, how she could go from naught to 60 at times and feel a real need to stand up for herself and, and stand up for other people as well. It, it kind of fits into place a bit, yeah. I think. Mm. Um, but she got really emotional. Was, this probably the saddest one, bless her. And also speaking about how um, her Ehlers-Danlos syndrome is taking its toll and she's losing some of her skills. And I mean, that was incredibly sad to hear. And again, parallels with Willow Pill, you know, her her, her drag sister slash daughter. Um, well, and in the sense of how they deal with it through laughter and yeah. just dark comedy and humor. But also, you know, Willow is very frank about kind of like, yeah, I kind of like lose bits of function all the time. There's going to be a time when I'm not able to do this. So like they're both incredibly bright stars who are like burning incredibly brightly. Um, and I just hope they shine and share their joy and magic with the world for as long as possible. Um, Shay, I got like literally nothing from her interview. Um, but I did. I did like her choice of charity. Wait, what is with you? You're attacking Shay. I'm really not. You like, are coming for her. N- no, it's the program that where the program is framing her. That's <laughs> that's what I'm annoyed by. Um, <laughs> but I did love her choice of charity. Period. Poverty. Poverty project, which is fantastic. Real recognition of how. Um, like I do think it's bizarre how um, sanitary products for women aren't just like free. 
it's 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 just bizarre to me. Um, but I think it's great that her as a a, a queer male, well, assigned male at birth person, is like supporting women with with her choice of charity. I love that that kind of like sense of allyship, and you know, women are the great inspiration of drag. So that makes sense. I think that's beautiful. Um, Raja's was a really light-hearted one. I always feel like Raja and um, Rue talk like pals, don't you think? Yep. Um, and yeah, it's just lovely to hear about how her parents kind of always supported her. They always knew that she was unique, quite an exotic bird of paradise who had to spread her wings. I think she's, she alluded to a little bit of um, religious trauma there, but also said kind of like, but you know, I got a lot from my Christian upbringing as well. You know, it basically tells you to be nice to other people shares a lot with other religions as well. So just basically she's like, take the bits that are useful to you from your religious upbringing, isn't it? She's, she's just so cool and self-assured. I love Raja and her charity was National Centre for Trans Equality. Um, Jinx, interesting to hear about her sobriety journey. Um, she's not, has she spoken about it a bit this season? I think she has, hasn't she? Yes, she, she has. She has touched upon it. Rue really got choked up kind of connecting with that story. Rue saying that she just wouldn't have built this empire if she hadn't become sober and clearly Jinx shared that it's given her far more of a sense of clarity and she speaks about her experiences with therapy as well. And you know, what I always say if anybody has access to therapy, they should just give it a go because it can be a very, um, only if they're ready for it, only if they want to do it though, you know, to just do it willy nilly, but it can be such a revelatory experience for people. And Jinx just describes being like a more well-rounded, self-assured comfortable version of herself thanks to her sobriety and therapy which is wonderful to hear um and then jada um jada gets quite emotional doesn't she just speaking about her newfound sense of freedom and her embracing of her like queer identity that she's become so much more comfortable with which is really lovely to hear and just linking into what we said about jinx really her charity is um free black therapy which provides um free therapy services for for black people and th- that sounds amazing to me I've, more, I've, more people should have access to therapy mm, if they need it there is there's something in and i think it's quite common amongst other poc cultures mm-hmm. where therapy is seen as some as and and i say this with respect as white medicine Mm-hmm. It's it's okay. I don't think I don't hear any disrespect to what yeah, you say. Yeah, it's when we talk about therapy, especially in my culture, it's it's not a thing. It's 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 something that I think if my parents heard, they'd mm-hmm. laugh at, and they'd say, oh, "That's that's not that that's a Western. That's a white thing." Mm-hmm. You know, it's and I'm not not to sound like you know ignorant. Like you know how last week um, they were talking about allergies. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> allergies. And James say, "Are you allergic to peanuts?" She's like, "I'm, I'm Asian girl. We're allergic to everything. That's a, that's a, that's a white person thing. And the same thing, like allergies, as a white person. Th- my culture, that's a white person thing. Yeah. Also, therapy, that's a white person thing. And I, I think people who who are seen to do therapy are seen as weak and as like you know to talk about to talk about the stuff that's weak and i think i have heard other black podcasters mm-hmm. and other black people talk about how it's quite similar and there is stigma uh, yeah, there, maybe. yeah with mm. them as well so it's, it's really good that there are these these charities out there and that yeah. they're bringing awareness to this because i feel like you're right that just, we all just to ask a question to, perhaps, yes perhaps um you know it's speaking of your your culture and your parents culture and their background do you think that when they were 
growing up or in the culture they grew up in, there would have been other elements of the community who would have fulfilled a somewhat similar niche to a therapist. Like, would they have yeah, found... God. Yeah, would, would, you, you, would the you, religious community have provided it in some way... So, um, something akin to it. You just you pray on it, girl. <laughs> just pray on it. You don't need therapy. Just pray. Just pray on it. You know, that'd be cool. Just pray, girl. What? 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 Just pray on it. Yeah. Great message for our for our viewers there. And pray also, therapy isn't free. Huh? A th- a therapy isn't free. No, well. I, of course. So, of course. Um, so th- that's another. That's another. Uh, I mean, that's another. Like you know, this thing about the reason why it's also white medicine is that you you have to pay a lot of money for it. Another reason that I'm grateful to the NHS, obviously, it's far from perfect. Waiting lists are far too long when it comes to psychological therapy, but we do have access to free therapy in this country. Mm. So does everyone listen to this podcast? <laughs> Not everybody around the world. We're therapizing you. It's free. <laughs> We are the NHS. <laughs> so you are, yeah, yeah, we're a bit tipsy now and then, but you, we, we give good advice sometimes. You are guaranteed to feel better. Well, actually, therapy sessions aren't designed to make you feel better within the space of a therapy. So I'm, I'm going off track now, but... Um, well, it's, it's like some people are like, someone's like, Oprah changed my life. No, 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 no. She gave me the strength to change my own life. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what we do. We're not changing your life. We're giving you the tools and the strength <laughs> to change your life. You're welcome. Use it how you will, guys. Yeah. Now, let's talk about the talent show. We're going to get straight into it. Tom, to you, what makes a good talent show performance? Um, I think a key component of it is being on brand. I think a key component of it is, is being true to your artistry as a queen. Um, okay. Now you give one. Um. For me, to me, what what it is, if it's a if it's a, sh- a vocal performance, mm-hmm. obviously there's there's certain things that I, I want to hear. I want to mm-hmm. I want to hear key. I want to <laughs> hear tone. Uh, you, do, do you know what I mean? Um, what I'm hearing is like if if you're gonna do it for a talent performance, do it well. I want to hear clarity. I want to hear the words. Whether it's singing, dancing, or comedy, do it well. Yeah. My expectation is if it's your song, you should not be lip singing to it. I've, I've always felt that. We have said this a lot, haven't we? We spoke about it a lot during uh, Drag Race España, that kind of thing, some of the latest talent shows. And I agree with you. I agree with you. Because then your talent is just lip syncing. <laughs> and yeah. uh, there's, an assumption, there's an assumption that as a drag queen, you already... As a drag queen on Drag Race, there's an assumption that you already know how to do that. The only time that I'll give them a pass is if it's basically a dance performance mm. to your song. And if it, yeah, if it's a dance performance, I want to see clean movements. I want to see, I want to see interesting choreography. I want to see fresh choreography. Yeah. Um. I I, I want to see you know d- dynamics and movements. I want to be surprised. I want to see something new, something fresh. I want to be entertained. Um, yeah. And if it's comedy, make me laugh. If it's <laughs> if it's a dance, make me stand and clap. Make me yes. make me move with you. Yeah. Keep me excited. Yeah, energy, engagement, excitement. I think it's very, very subjective. And I think it, it uh, our our appreciation is gonna what am I trying to say? Like it's each queen on her own merits. Mm. There, there are so many components that make a great variety show performance. Okay, so, I do like uniqueness, though. I do like if some. That's another thing I like. If somebody brings something I've never seen before. What about nerve? 
Um, yeah, it's important, but uniqueness is my favorite thing in the talent show, yeah. I think. Talents. Talents and No, I can take or leave that, frankly. Okay. <laughs> well, um, let's watch the first Mexi Stage Variety Talent Performance, okay? I can't wait to see how this turns out. <laughs> first up, Trinity the Tuck with a... Uh, I'm gonna do a lip sync performance to her own song. Yes, with some dancing. I think she is like in the process of releasing an album because she was just promoting another single called Femboys. So maybe she's doing a little album putting yeah. something together. Uh, tell me your thoughts. I thought as that performance expert. I thought it was to the brand. You know, it's, it's where she's from. This it was a southern mm-hmm. themed. I, uh, I I love the backup dancers. Um, that one of them is my friend. Yes, um, that's Mikey, who I danced with. He's there. He's looking so good. Uh, like, well, he got into CrossFit, didn't he? He's he just got into CrossFit too, but he's looking really good. Um, he's based in um LA, and he's in um the Katy Perry Vegas something. Okay, great. Is she doing a show in Vegas? Uh, don't know. He's in. Well, he says something about uh, Katy in Vegas, but he's based in LA, and so he does these gigs. Kate Bush, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh this was this was this was cute. It was fun. It was it was very Trinity. Um, yeah, it, it was enjoyable. It was enjoyable. It was really enjoyable. I like the little. Um, is it is it flash dance where she um, chucks the water on herself? Mm. Um, that little moment at the end, but it's sweet tea. Very on brand. Like she was talking about her southern upbringing and stuff in the Tic Tac lunch. Um, I'm glad she didn't do anything to do with tucking. This is fun and it was enjoyable. The backing track was very reminiscent of um, and that bitch, wasn't it? It had the same sort of feel to it. And then that, yeah, they could do like a mashup performance. Yeah, you know, I was, I was, I was, I was cute. It was nice. Uh, it, it wasn't a, 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 you know, I don't think that this is a performance that was supposed to be a showstopper. It's, it's yeah. one, you know, like it's, it's, it's a, if it was a concert, this is one of the, um, the middle songs that you, in the middle of a concert. It was very mid-tempo, mid-tempo wasn't it? It's yeah. not, it's not a closing number. Then. No. She told a story though. It told us a lot about her. That was cute. She looked great. Um, obviously the vocals weren't live. I do wish they'd do like Drag Race Hispania did and put in the corner when it's definitely live. That would be amazing. But so helpful. It, but then it will kind of take away the production's shenanigans, you know? The production can't... They can't justify certain things. We're not we even know. we're not even supposed to believe this one's live, though. There were no microphones or anything. Yeah, and then there was the water sprayed all over her at the end, which I loved, but, like, that, you can't put water near a mic. No, so this is definitely supposed to be a lip sync performance, her own song, mm. and she did a really great, fun job. Yeah, it's yeah. a smiley face for me. <laughs> Evie's performance. Oh, you know what? I love the beginning. The, yeah, the it was kind really of funny. like psych. Because I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I thought I thought that Evie was Evie dragging in a little suitcase in a and kind then, of Orville Pack look, and then what, Pink Panther. Yeah. Um, you know, and then opens up the 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 box, and out comes not Shangela, no, but Evie, but Evie squeezing into that little bloody hell. It's like a little contortion trick, really, you, wasn't I mean, it? I wonder if she could save so much money in travels, if she could just <laughs> she could just fit into someone's luggage like that. If she's happy to, you know, go in the cargo hold. Oh, yeah. Do you think she'd fit in the overhead locker? Yes. Yeah. I mean, yes, she just fit in that little box. That is a talent. A bit more up-tempo, a bit more movie. This kind of music was good. There was a bit more of a... Uh, it was uh, quirky uh, and on-brand. Yep. 
um, I felt like I got everything I wanted and needed out of Evie. I was really entertained. I, you know, she did the Evie flips and the handspring and the kind of um, kickoff that she does from the floor. I don't know what to call that, but she did it in the Demi Lovato lip sync as well. Um, I thought this was great. I thought this was great. More of a dance. I know she was lip syncing, but it felt like more of a dance performance. Well, in many no, ways, for yeah, a lot. I think it was a combination of both, but I do feel it was more singy performancey because I've actually seen her do more stunts in a lip sync than I have in this performance. I mean, just think of her versus Brooke, Brooklyn Heights, that lip sync. She was a cartwheeling, she was breaking her back, she was splitting, she was turning and then into a death drop she was on her head she was she was doing Cirque du Soleil she, there, was, there were can, more tricks than that can we take sync. a little moment just to reflect on what she said in the TikTok lunch that she has noticed herself losing some skills over time I get on the yeah so I, I do wonder if that could be a factor uh, why she took it a bit easy yeah, if you call what she yeah, did, this yeah, easy. like yeah, it's not yeah, yeah, follow because you know how I, you know, round off back handspring to the yeah. fridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, all in the day's spring. Like, Evie, try push yourself. <laughs> yeah, try, try at least, at least give us something. <laughs> no, it was, it was good. I loved the way she looked. The outfit was great. It was very kind of like Mary J. Blige meets Dick Tracy, and and the hair and the face, really cool. This was a, this was a fun. This is a fun up tempo. Great job, Evie. We're followed with Jada Isn't Tall. I like the song. The song's cool. The song's cool. The thing about the song is that it, um, it's a nostalgia throwback to season uh, 12. It's, she's the basically ho- telling her story her of season story, 12, yeah, isn't the, she? Yeah. Started, with a so- the started with a fossy. fossy. Now I'm adding the saucy. I was like, oh, cool. Um, she, she had the look over there. Yeah. Just look over there. <laughs> and I just felt, I thought that was quite catchy and, and, and quite good. <laughs> she incorporated it really well. Yeah, I liked the rattle, the rattle to the... Re- I think it's, even the it's, little picture of Jeff Goldblum on the back of the dancers. Yes, confusion. I think it was very <laughs> clever to um, add familiarity to her song because, uh, uh, you know, you when something's familiar, you or it's got reference points that you understand. You kind of fall in love with it a bit, a bit easier than something that's brand new. I guess that's what a lot of the queens do with their uh, like songs, really. You know. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, you know, <laughs> my sponges, my sponges, my my sponges. I mean, you know, that's what branding's about, really, isn't it? And you capitalize off your popularity on the show. Um, I thought this was super duper fun. Um, I liked Jade a lot. She was funny but cool, and I think that's her vibe. The outfit was killer. I loved the outfit on her. There was so like. I'm gonna. I'm getting American sports all mixed up, but it was some sort of like basebally, basketbally American footbally. Yeah, we we know sports. Um, kind of get up, but sexy. She made it sexy. Um, could see it on like a Moschino runway or something like that. Um, so it was really really fun. The I put it in the same ballpark as Trinity's in the sense that this is a lip sync performance to your own song. There was definitely no pretense that she was even trying to sing live um and you know probably similar energy level as well i thought i thought it was a bit more upbeat i, I thought okay. i thought it was there's more humor there's more humor in jada's i thought that this um gave a bit more i i i particularly enjoyed this one mm-hmm. i kind of had a like it made sense because i i said something about that that's our performance with um 
similar to her Ciara lipsing that one two step it's yeah. kind of had the same energy kind of same like hip hop um, you know th- that kind of vibe and that's that's kind of what she went with and it's I felt the sound of it had like this kind of like late 90s early noughties kind of rap vibe to it, it was like yeah it was, it was absolutely yeah. na 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 it's the motherfucking D-O-double-G Snoop Dogg yeah. <laughs> na, 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 na. we're gangsters <laughs> I what <know. laughs> yeah. hide your keys I felt like the, the the production instrumentation was kind of inspired by songs like that mm. yeah. you know I I enjoyed this oh super enjoyable super enjoyable what, what would I have wanted more if I was to give any feedback what would I have wanted more from this? Um, Generally, what I would ask for more from any performance like this is maybe chuck in a few live vocals, make the chorus. That's it. I would love make to the chorus you. largely backing track to give yourself like a little break if you need it. But I'd, I'd really like some live vocals. You know, I would, I would too. I mean, a lot of the times when you sing live, there is you can change how much like you can put like 20% on vocals and then yeah. 80% off so there it's there faded but you sing on top of it mm-hmm. at, at least that I, I just I just think that wouldn't you want to do your own song live maybe they weren't give, maybe they did do it live maybe they weren't given the option which would be no, sad no but she didn't have a mic mm. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. Oh, I mean, it was super duper fun. Don't get me wrong. Really, really enjoyed Jed's performance. Jinx is next, and I don't. I. I. Yeah, she's. She's. She's in the top. <laughs> this <laughs> I is. Feel. This is weird. We've had like three really, really enjoyable performances so far, but this felt like. I mean, for, for starters, her vocals were definitely live. I'm hoping that. Yeah. I'm look. I'm gonna go off the assumption that if I see a microphone. That there's that some live vocals yeah. involved. What I would say, like, I couldn't even hear, like, production, echo, auto-tune or anything chucked onto her vocals. I'm no producer. I don't know the language to use, but it just sounded live to me. Like, there were little... She sounded amazing, but there were, like, little hiccups and stuff in there that tell me that she was live. Breath sounds, that kind of thing. Yeah, I'm... I'm, let's just go on the assumption that it's live. There was one time when she's, like, throwing the microphone back and forth, and... You know, as someone who is, uh, if if that was me and I'm throwing my mic, you can sometimes hear the, okay, dum, yeah, dum, when you pass it, the mic. So that was the only thing that made me go, oh, is it? But maybe she's just really but, good, and she, because and then the sound will go like, I'm just gonna move my my lips to the left and right and hold a, a note. Uh, <laughs> that's what it would have sounded like when you're passing the mic through your. Over from one hand to the other. Did that again? You. No, you you should have heard it. It was. Well, I couldn't because I'm not wearing my. Well, headphones. it went in and out, in and out, very, very briefly. So I didn't hear that. So I was like, "Oh, is it live?" I'm gonna go on the assumption that it's live. I, I I tell you when I really, really do think it was live when she shoved the microphone in her mouth, and I thought that was very lewd and in very poor taste, actually. Yeah. I, I I think she was referring to fellatio, perhaps. Oh. And I was disgusted. That's just that's vulgar. Oh God. These drag queens. Cancel. Cancel. I will forgive her on this occasion, though. For, no, but the, uh, I, I, she sounded live around that because there were like little fluctuations in her voice and stuff, and it, she just couldn't have, have mimed that. Um, she looked great. She sounded great. It was that, again, it was what you expected from Jinx, cabaret. It was performance art. It was comedy. It was singing, and her vocals were fantastic. This is really, really good. It was, uh, it was a. Uh... 
a, a one-woman show. It's exactly what you get if you go and see her live. It was great vocals, clear vocals. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got the range. At she's the end, got the range. At the end, she went higher, then she went higher. Oh, Tina, my darling, you know I love you, but you haven't got the range. Just, just campy. The song made sense. Um, you know, about her her journey. Um, don't sleep on me, the the reference to the narcolepsy. It was all very the, clever. The lyrics were great. Yeah. It was it was good. I mean, this was it was just it was just quality vocals, quality performance. I would pay money for this. This is top draw. This is good. Next up we got Shekulay. Shekulay. Harder than a Grambule. I really like this song, by the way. I thought this was a really, really great song. Um, she looked amazing, very kind of like uh, Rhythm Nation era Janet Jackson kind of vibe. Absolutely. Um, except a bit less military and a bit bit more executive, to be honest. She even had the headpiece. Like, should we talk about the headpiece? Cause did well, you- can, can, I, can I tell you what that reminded me of? <laughs> you want to kill me? <laughs> There's that Girls Aloud performance. Yes, yes. Where I think they were trying to do like a headpiece, but yeah. they had actual like... Course into operator hit pieces. That's all we had at the time, I'm afraid. <laughs> I, was, I saw that on TikTok and I was like, those are the actual course into like 911, what's your emergency? I, I, don't know, I don't know why you're so amused. That's all we had at the time and girls louder the height. I just thought that that's hilarious. But she, um, sorry, she clearly had an actual proper mic, Janet th- Jackson style. That's it. I think she looked like a proper pop star up there. And that's the vibe I got. I thought the performance was incredibly slick and um, she'd put an awful lot of work into it. Um, and she she looked amazing. I really enjoyed this performance. Go. By far the best choreography uh-huh. we've had. Um, and she kept up with the backup dancers. Mm-hmm. She, um, I mean, yeah, that was good. The, the cool, smooth sounds, her vocals were just very... Just very like cool. That's that's the way I can yeah. explain um, her her voice. Cool and, and easy and just flowy and just mm-hmm. like you know, just it was it was just proper proper sound la la. <laughs> that's my Scouse accent. Sound la. So oh. I'm not gonna try it. So oh, it's you, really oh, okay. Yeah, because you, you want to come with me. Um, <laughs> it was. I mean, she she knows. Yeah, this is this was. I was really good. It was really good. Do you think these vocals were live? No, because when you're dancing like that and turning like that, I, and then there's these certain movements. There were no judges. Yeah. But she did have the headset, so I wonder. That was an aesthetic choice. It could have been an aesthetic choice. Aesthetic. Or it could have been a Jan-esque situation where Shay's intention was to go in there and sing live over a backing track. And they just... And they turned up the backing track significantly. Hmm. That's what I suspect. And obviously, Shay's not responsible for that. That's production. Um, however, as an overall package, I found this hugely enjoyable. It was good. Um, I, I really, really liked the song, her presentation, the dancing, and just the whole, like, slick pop star vibe. I thought it was great. It was professional. 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 <laughs> it was really, really good. professional. Talk to me about Raja's performance. So Raja comes out doing something really unique and cultural. She's um, uh, doing Balinese dance. And she tells us that, obviously, she's Indonesian. She grew up in Bali. And she's she's been doing this since she was a little boy. Um, 
I, I'm a sucker for anything unique in a talent show and anything that draws on culture and heritage where yeah. I feel like I'm kind of like learning something. Um, so I really, really enjoyed this. I'm in no position to judge the quality of what she produced because I'm not an expert on Barney's dance. Obviously, I'm an expert on everything else that we see on this show. But um, no, I, I thought she she looked amazing. Her movements were compelling. It's unlike anything that I've I've seen before. I thought this is this is fantastic. I really enjoyed it. Much like you, I am a sucker to cultural performances, mm-hmm. especially when it's on a Western platform. Yeah. Um, I I mean, I'm, I'm a sucker for this. The same way I was a sucker for Gia Gunn mm-hmm. and her performance, which was just a beautiful display yep. of another world. Mm-hmm. And you're invited to watch and you know respectfully yeah it's this was it was great similarly karen from finance's cultural performance which the balloon animals oh i thought you were talking about her gollywog no i was not actually talking about tom Tom is shady today (laughs) she is shady i was just trying to think of a funny (laughs) example of a talent show tom you are on something i have you uh, are you are on something am i tired am i over tired are you tired are you tired tom do you know that do i need to nap (laughs) uh no this was great this was beautiful you know i just love the colors I just, I just love it. I just... The, the costuming is beautiful, um, and she's beautiful, and I just loved her commitment to it as well. I think she was really proud to to showcase this part of her heritage, and this mm. is this is fab. When it's a cultural performance like this, it's not something to judge. It's something for you to, to appreciate yeah. and to learn from, mm-hmm. um, and to enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so that's what I've done, and I and and I like it. Thank you, thank you. I was going to say thank you, Raja. Thank you, Raja. Thank you, Raja. Next up, we got the Vivian. Next up, it's our Viv singing. Um, we're all rooting for. Yes, yes. The winner of All Star Seven. <laughs> yes. Um, who did Bitch on Heels, which is her song, written, written by, by Diane Warren. Uh, I like this. Um, yeah. Um, again, she, she has a mic, so I'm going to say I'm going to assume that it was live, but not only because she's got a mic, because I know the bitch can sing. So, so I'm going to say it's a similar situation to Shay and Jan because I thought the vocals were too perfect and there was evident production on the vocals. I have no doubt in my mind that Viv sang, sang this, this live, live. Yep. because we know she can sing. She did choreo, but it wasn't the kind of choreo that would prevent her singing effectively. Mm. And just knowing Viv as we do, friend of the pot, yeah. we just know that she would want to showcase her vocal abilities. Exactly, exactly. I just suspect from, again, I'm not a producer, but just the sound of it, I suspect the producers turned the track up. For me, for me, it's her bread and butter is her voice. It is. It's her voice, it's her impressions, it's her performance. Her bread she and butter is sing. a range of talents. Really. She can sing. So if it's if it, and it's her own song, I think she want she would want to have sung it live. So I Definitely. want to see that it was live. I mean, it's a great song. It's fab. It's really contemporary. It was really catchy. I've not heard it before today, but it's a fab song. I, oh, girl! Have you heard it before today? Yes. Oh, okay. This is me being a bad person. Sorry, Viv. Oh. She's turned off now. Oh. 
Oh, <laughs> We've lost her. I hope she's not listening. <laughs> We've lost her. She said, she, she said on, she commented on one of the posts. She said, I'm about to listen to you guys on the train. Well, so she, no, she knows. No, no she's, she's, now, she's now turned off. You're, Sorry, you're, Viv. You're, you're, yeah, I, yeah, I understand, Viv. Viv, I'm um, going solo. I'm, having, <laughs> I'm spilling the pee for Paolo. So uh, just subscribe to that one instead. Um, I liked it. I mean, it, it was, it was good, simple choreography. Uh, one thing is that the the last note. This, this is just from my my mm-hmm. own my own mind. Cause I'm a bitch on heels. That was her final note, mm-hmm. and they lifted her, and it's like bam. Yeah. Which I feel like if the song's bitch on heels. I want her above them. They should have gone down to a knee, so that she's still the tallest thing, mm. and then she should have maybe put her heel on. So, like that should have been <laughs> situated. She should have been the like bitch. a S dominate. Yeah, kind she should have been the bitch on heels. Um, mm. So they should have kind of bowed down to her, so that they so that she's still up and they're down. That's what I would have wanted. I guess that was down to the for the song "Bitch on Heels," uh, but her up, her above them, which is still beautiful and lovely. But it, it didn't it didn't give power to that to that line. Sim- so if you're looking for choreographer, um, Viv, girl, I got you. Paolo's available. I'm available. <laughs> He's available. Um, and one of those backup dancers is my friend. I dance with them, so I know what I'm doing. <laughs> um, similar to Shay, I just got like really slick pop star vibes. Um, I want to go see Viv do a full set. I want to listen to her perform her album. Similar to Shay, like I feel like they showcased. Both of them showcased a single from an album, and they both make me want to go see a full set. Mm. Um, so this was this is super fab. The, what gives it a bit more oomph for me is yeah, I think I can. This is on the same for me the same level as Shay's, mm-hmm. but I just feel like the level of the vocals is stronger on the Vivians, whereas the choreography was yeah. better with Shay, and that's. But I know for a fact that. The Viv can sing live as well. So yes. so those two right now, for me, are battling for the top with Jinx. We still we yet we still yet to see who who's next? Monet? Monet. Yeah, let's let's have a look. Closing the show is Monet with a fabulous What a closer. Bass opera moment. I I love this a lot and I'll tell you exactly why. Um, I felt like I learned something new about Monet that I'd like. You knew she did no, opera. No, 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 no. She said in season 10. Okay. We've seen that little clip of her Cutting singing me bass off. opera on TikTok. Cutting me off. Um, something that I'd, I'd seen hints of, but it was like confirmed here. And this is like a, a fully realized performance from her. I, there's no doubt in my mind that this was live. Um, I just believe it was. Um, and... It just felt like it kind of like rounded out her drag character. It was, it was just like I was just seeing her in a new light. It was like she's usually kind of like your fun, your fun upbeat girl who's always having a laugh or being like cool and and hip and street. But um, here she was just being something completely different. Um, it was she was serious and she had gravitas yeah. and she was singing in a completely different register. And I just thought this was beautiful. It was. It was. You're right. There was something new, and there was it was not just the fact this was an opera, but she took it seriously, mm-hmm. and it was a glimpse into her life 
and maybe her dreams before drag. Oh God, drag ruined her dreams. I, I think, I think it was. I mean, she went to school for opera. I she think. did. So it was, it was something that wasn't a. This, this isn't a joke to me. Okay, <laughs> this is, this is a Roxy seriousness. She took this seriously because this was serious to her. She went out there and she sang opera, and it was just. It was, it was half out and it was real. It was good. It was... You're not that. You're Jinx Monsoon. <laughs> it was good. I also want to say that it was so shady during Evie's performance that they dedicated 10 seconds to Manet talking about the guy who brought How Evie out in the box. Was, yeah. I'm like, focus the damn whole, what, 30 seconds? Yeah. Focus it all on Evie. Excuse Don't give me. it to... Like, what's so silly? Excuse me. Evie's doing a back bend over there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it, no. Anyway, um... I am I am blown away. This I is would, I, I am waiting for the duet of Monet Exchange and Sharon, winner of Drag Race Espana. Or Jurichi. Or Jurichi. Yeah. Um, I want to hear that duet. Um, I Me wanna, too. Oh my gosh, that would be amazing. Bass Ooh. and soprano. This is, this was very good. It was very special. It was special. That's and the thing. And looked I, amazing. Oh, that um, it was kind of like a um, like a sort of slightly plateau-y sort of jumpsuit with the kind of like over like embellishments over the nude. Really, really beautiful, elegant, and I loved the hairdo with the balls. So, so beautiful. I don't want to say this, but I will say it because this is just the honesty of what we do. Mm-hmm. There's. For me, the the two tops this week. Should we say them at the same time? Okay. Should we do that? Uh, sure. Because we've not discussed okay. it. Okay. okay. Three, two, one. Jinx, Jinx and Monet. Yeah. That's, for me, the, they were the top two. They were the two who brought, like, um, let's say it's a Venn diagram between great and compelling performance plus, like, a bit of uniqueness plus like a true demonstration of of their talent um and i think they did that the best i think every queen today did a fab job um there's probably a, yeah the, the, some just did better than others like like this whole season to be honest but we found it quite easy to name our top two there should we just leave it there and see what the judges say? Well, or we'll or do you want to say... Runway. We'll have a look at the runway, see what they say. Okay. But, um, oh, the runway. Great. What are you... They're being... Do you... Is there anybody else who's vying? feel a bit sad because I feel... And there's no bias and it's not to kiss anyone's ass. I feel like the Vivian has earned a spot in the finale with the efforts she has put I've, through yeah. week to week and there's been sometimes where she has a one where she should have and yeah. it just it's a bit frustrating that this is what it's come down to i fully agree with you i think viv earned her spot in the finale weeks ago i think she'd worked hard enough and performed well enough to do that weeks ago yeah um i i do think she was one of the better performances this week so she still could be in with a chance um Similarly, Shay, for all the production shenanigans that we were talking about earlier, I thought Shay's package that she put together today was compelling enough that I wouldn't be mad if she was in the top two. Even though she wasn't my first pick to be in the Who? top two. Shay. 
Shay or Fav. It was it was a, a lip sync performance. I don't think that she did it live, and that's the only thing is that Vivian sung live. I know mm. she does because I know she can. The other one who I, who does stand out for me for uniqueness and like heart in the performance is Raja. Mm. She really does. Like I thought that was beautiful as well. Um, shall we, we've 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 aired our thoughts. Yeah, let's take it to the runway. Yeah. And there is no runway. There is no runway. To my disappointment. Oh well. The top two this week is Monet Exchange and Shay. You can, you know, we we saw this coming from the beginning of the episode. I mean, you realize you see that tell me Shay's in the finale without telling me Shay's in the finale. What what I want us to just like take a moment to pause and reflect on is that Shay's not responsible for the judging decisions on this show. Yeah. Shay did great. In this episode, um, what, what, I, what I don't want to happen, which I feel is somewhat inevitable, is for this to trigger some sort of Shay backlash. Yeah. Um, which would be incredibly unfair to Shay. It's in no way her fault. Um, but there we go. We're not here to dwell on that. The decisions have been made. It is what it is. Which means that the top three is Monet, Shay, and Jinx. Monet got to do the tiebreaker between trinity and jada and obviously yeah there's this there's there's no it's not even like there's no way to say that it's not unfair for her to choose trinity we know they have an alliance but also trinity has four wins and three stars yes whereas jada has two wins and three and, stars and, yeah two wins and three stars it was it was a no-brainer um so there's no way that anyone can say that there's any bias it was just the logical thing to do i also think you know Monet was showing she was showing her loyalty to her friend yeah and we're not here to tell her how to make that decision but as it happens, we probably agree with her, don't we? I just want to repeat that. I just feel like it's unfair to give three stars on a one-week performance when there's... That that yeah. one performance has the same weighting as three challenges. I mean, it totally is, but we're going to have to let it go, unfortunately. Yeah, that's, that's the only thing. Congrats to the four queens going next week. Yes. Uh, the lip sync is between Shay and Monet. It was a great lip sync. It was very so good. Very the first energetic. and the last challenge are won by the two same queens. Oh, is that, that you see, that's very production-y, very bookendy, yeah. isn't it? They won the first and now they won the last. Yeah. For me, my favourite one to watch here was Monet. I just oh, love too. watching. She's so compelling. Monet is just so good. Shay has a very charismatic stage presence as well, but there's just something really magical about a lip-syncing Monet. Yeah, Monet is just amazing. I mean, Shay is such a good dancer. She's she's such she, she really is a good dancer, um, and so was Monet. I think what sets Monet apart for me is that Monet gives more face. She gives loads of face, and, and she's and, got such a great face yeah, for it exactly. as well. But she does give more face, yeah. And I think that's when 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 someone else is already a good dancer, just like you, you need to start looking at as, as something else. Mm-hmm. Monet does that. She's got a good face. I I yeah. My my winner is Monet. I would choose Monet as well. Okay, so Shay won the lip sync. <laughs> Shay won the lip sync. Can I just Shay, say you've been, you are screwing the right production, girl. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. yeah, you are doing something right with that team, girl. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm joking. Sure joking, joking, joking. Eagle-eyed joking. viewers out there will have noticed that Monet was wearing her season 10 promo look. Well, she also wore her promo look um for the, the yellow the yellow thing yeah 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 she is recycling and good for we, her we stand a 
what would he call it? Well, environmentally aware yes. and thrifty queen. Yes, we yes. Get Go a for it, girl. Get a girl. Um, so, yeah, congratulations, Shay. She's won this lip sync. And, mm-hmm. I mean, the the new twist is that next week there's going to be two Lala Perusa extravaganza dance-offs challenges. Yeah. And it's going to be the top four and the bottom four. The bottom four is going to be um, lip syncing for 50K. After Michelle chucked in an extra thousand so it's good good that there's another chance we get to watch that but my mind is automatically going to evie in that she seems like the obvious choice in that group but let's see let's see um i i think i think it's really cool that that they've done something extra for the queens who are not in the top four to have another moment to shine because it's just been such a fantastic showcase of, mm. of 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 skills that this season it really has been wonderful. So let's all go out on a high. Okay, so um, choose your. So my winner is Evie for the bottom four in terms of talent and dancing ability. My winner for the top four is you've said you said the bottom. Four. Can I say top four? Okay, Monet. Yeah, mm-hmm. Monet. Monet for me. Um, it's she's just. An all-rounder. She's just so good. Do you know, it'd be really quite the trajectory as well for the Queen who had no wins. Although, to be fair, she did deserve some wins on season 10 to to be the winner of winners. I mean, Bob will never hear the end of it. Oh, Bob girl, will never Bob hear the end of it. Never. They will, Bob will have to compete in the next all-winner season and win that. To shut and her up. She'll be, Bob will be fueled by pure <laughs> anger. <laughs> oh, look, that's great. Look, this is the semis. Um, join us for the finale next week. Also, know that we're doing Canada's Drag Race. We are. Uh, so make sure to tune in to that well, as well. We're not 100% sure what day we'll be doing it on, but once All Stars 7 is over, we'll be in a more Canada regular pattern. Canada has pump. our full and undivided attention. Yeah, we'll be in a more regular pattern with it. Great. So make sure that you're um, following us on Instagram, on Twitter. Um, write us a review if you like. But that's us for now. This is Bolo. And Dr. Tom. See you guys next Lots time. Lots of love, guys. See you soon.